Good, um, good morning, everybody. Welcome to our pre-class briefing. Um, most of you would have already seen that we made an additional announcement this morning, which I'll deal with at the end of the briefing. Um, so, I'm just not drafting. And I'll use that one. Okay, that one's not working. So if we look at, um, this is for giving some guidance to the end of September, and uh, some of the asset management balance sheet figures are up to the end of August. So if we look at the operating environment, I think um, we're still operating with a lot of uncertainty in uh, both our core geographies, not to stand the fact that the global world is... um, when you look at the macro picture, it's doing okay, uh, particularly the U.S. Uh, the South African economy is very weak, as you would have seen with uh, GDP figures released last week, where they talk about a technical recession. can argue whether it's a recession or a technical recession, but uh, it is, there is uh, negative confidence is weak as a consequence of policy uncertainty, and that is having an impact on... Uh, on overall business confidence. I think both the SA equity market and the UK equity market have been okay during this period, particularly the last uh, few months. SA supported by Randhead stocks, UK also by a weakish sterling. I think if we look at our overall business um, for the period expected for the period ended the 30th September, I think our asset management business has reported results ahead of the prior period, will re- should report results well ahead of the prior period, while the investment business is expected to report results um, behind the prior period. Um, both divisions, however, have had uh, high levels of funds under management and uh, reasonable equity markets and good net inflows. When we look at the specialist banking business, UK specialist bank is expected to report results well ahead of the prior period, uh, South African banking business is more or less in line with the prior period. Exchange rate has had a negative effect, uh, and with the RAND at this point in time depreciating approximately 3.5% on average against sterling over the equivalent period. Uh, we do expect revenue to be moderately ahead of the prior period. Recurring revenue will be approximately 78% of our total revenue. Um, and that will say that a weakness in our results will have been investment income. Um, otherwise, all the other factors, we saw growth. So the total income statement charge uh, is less than the prior period. Um, I think, obviously, um, we've dealt with legacy, and uh, so we expect our uh, bad debt charge to be about between 0.21 and 0.25% compared to 0.54% last year. Uh, costs are higher. And that's growth in headcount to support both activity levels and increased regulatory requirements, in particular in the UK where we had MIFID II and uh, GDPR. So we do expect our adjusted operating profit to be ahead of the prior year. Looking at our core growth drivers, I think third-party assets under management increased 4% in sterling, 8.7% on a currency neutral basis. Uh, Customer accounts down 5.5 in sterling, that's really the RAND, 2.5 on a currency neutral basis, 
in loans and advances down a similar number, um, but an increase of 25 on a currency neutral basis. Um, we maintained a very sound balance sheet. Uh, liquidity is retained at very strong levels. Loan-to-customer deposits at, in the August was 79.6%. Our capital ratios are expected to be in line with our group target. Uh, we have got permission to do a parallel run, still subject to final regulatory approval to implement uh, foundation IRB uh, in South Africa by the end of the 2019 year. Uh, and uh, we expect that to have about a 1.2% uh, improvement in our core tier one ratio in South Africa. So that's a pre-step towards advanced where there would be further improvement. Um, our leverage ratio is sound. They're running at over 7%, so they're comfortably ahead of our target. Um, so overall, um, we believe the balance sheet remains very sound. Um, if we look at asset management and uh, look at the individual business units, I think very strong inflows. I think perhaps a feature of these results, 4.4 billion pounds to the end of August 2018. Again, we've had a competitive investment performance over the long term and not to standing challenging markets, in particular emerging markets where there has been outflow from emerging markets. And I think the leadership transition is well underway with an ordinary and well-executed plan. If you look at funds under management, they're up 4.9% um, in sterling to £109 billion, which is 9.7% on a currency neutral basis, which uh, we believe is very strong underlying performance. On the wealth and investment business, we expect to be behind the prior period. We have got higher funds under management. We had net inflows of uh, uh, £600 million, and that is mainly discretionary inflows. We did uh, have some discontinued services as a consequence of MIFID, and uh, we've seen, obviously, we've had some outflows as a consequence of that. I think on the South African side, uh, uh, underlying profitability is impacted by lower activity levels because of lack of confidence. There's an element of activity that always comes through in the wealth numbers. Um, on, the, in, on the UK side, I think we've had higher costs driven by IT initiatives, implementation of MIFID II and GDPR, which has had an effect on this business. So overall, funds under management up 2.4 in sterling to 57.4 billion pounds, 7.1% on a currency neutral basis. Um, looking at the specialist bank, uh, we, we are expecting to be reasonably ahead of the prior year. Um, net interest income driven by book growth in both UK and South Africa is up. Fees and commissions driven by good performance from our UK corporate advisory business as well as our South African private and business banking activities um, are up. Other income, really, investment income is well behind the prior year due to weaker performance from listed and unlisted equities relative to the past year and uh, partially offset by improved trading income. Uh, costs in the UK are up in line with revenue uh, and flat for the second, if compared to the second half of last year. Um, you, you are aware that there were a lot of investment costs in that business that is now flattened and tapered off. So we expect that we will not see cost rises uh, of any kind of material form going forward. South Africa costs are increasing at below inflation, which I think is well under control. I think on other information, our expected tax rate is expected to be 18%. Last year it was at 14.5%, so it's starting to normalise. 
and then uh, controlling net, uh, non-controlling interest of um, £35 million attributable profit relating to asset management business and the consolidation of the Investec Property Fund. And then weighted number of shares in issue approximately 937 million shares. So overall, I think the environment here has been challenging. Uh, you know, we've still got a lot of uncertainty around the type of Brexit we're going to have, which has some impact on confidence in certain sectors. Um, activity levels in the UK have, however, been uh, support, supporting profitable growth and have been acceptable. I think on the South African front, there has been negative emerging market sentiment. Uh, there's continued policy uncertainty. Hopefully that starts getting dealt with. Um, we're in an election year, so that also, uh, you know, encourages populist rhetoric. Um, but that has hurt investment confidence and that we've had a significant weakening of the currency, particularly in the last few months. Um, so growth in that environment is challenging and is being reflected in overall activity levels and performance. So when we look at the overall group results, um, I think they have been supported by good growth in funds under management, positive net inflows, and an improving performance from the UK Specialist Bank. And that's another the issue. So what we told you before was once we get through this legacy, which I haven't mentioned yet, but it is behind us, you'll start seeing a strong uplift in the UK Specialist Bank, which is what we're seeing in these numbers. So that's the trading update. Um, I don't know if anyone wants to ask questions. And I'll start in London before I go into the next story. Okay, now questions. Uh, can I go to Johannesburg? I can't see Johannesburg. Are you sure they connected? Yeah, we're here. We're here, Stephen. Are you there? Okay. Are there any questions? Any questions, Rich? No. Okay. Quiet. Okay. Okay, so... Are they... Um... So we also announced this morning um, the proposed emerge and listing of Investec Asset Management. I think uh, since we made the succession announcement on, in Feb 2018, we focused on orderly transition of leadership. Uh, Fani and Hendrik will assume their roles as joint CEOs on the 1st of October, as was previously planned. In conjunction with this um, leadership transition, the board, together with the executive directors, old executives, and new exec incoming executives, did have a strategic review of the group. Uh, the strategic review is focused on ensuring that the group is positioned to enhance long-term interests of shareholders, clients, and employees. I think through the strategic review, we concluded that we comprise the group comprises of a number of successful businesses operating across, in essence, two core geographies with different capital requirements and growth trajectories in those businesses. Um, we see that there are compelling current and potential linkages um, between the specialist bank and the wealth and investment business. We deal with um, private individuals. Uh, elements of the specialist bank and the wealth business does deal with private individuals. However, there are limited synergies between those businesses and the asset management clientele. So, post that review, um, I think the board has concluded that we, uh, it is now appropriate um, to demerge and publicly list Investec Asset Management. Um, the specialist bank and wealth and investment business will continue to remain part of the dual list of company structure, uh, and it is intended that asset management will be 
listed on the London Exchange with an inward listing into Johannesburg. Um, we believe that this transaction simplifies the group and focuses both asset management and the remaining group in their respective growth parts. We also believe that this will enhance the long-term <coughs> prospects and potential of both businesses for the benefit of all stakeholders. Um, the transaction is subject to regulatory approval, shelled approval, and other approvals, and is expected to be completed within a 12-month period. Um, the asset management team's management stake will be retained um, and uh, by them, so they will end up with shares in the listed entity, and the remaining group will retain a minority stake in investic asset management. I think post-implementation of the transaction, shareholders of the Investec group will have a direct shareholding in asset management in addition to their shareholding in the remaining group. I think following the implementation, Fani Titi will lead the remaining group and Hendrik Tatoy will lead Investec asset management. Um, the precise mechanics of the demerger listing will be communicated in due course. So, you know, we're not yet to talk about the mechanics because that's a process and uh, we will come back to the market as soon as that process is clearly defined. Um, so we believe that our individual businesses are well positioned strategically with strong market positions and good prospects and that it is now the right time to demerge the asset management business. Uh, it wasn't possible in the immediate, sure, you know, in the immediate past. Um, so I think we believe it's now the right time. Uh, we have made very good progress on expanding our banking and wealth management franchises in our two key markets over the years, um, and uh, we are focusing and have improved the operational and financial performance. Uh, I think the transaction does allow these businesses to reach their full potential, and uh, shareholders, we believe, will benefit from future value creation, having a direct ownership of two separately listed companies. So, oh, now what am I doing? So I always try, people ask me why, and I related to when my daughter left home and got married. And at first it was very hard, and then I had three grandchildren, and now it's easy. So, so she was also allowed to go on and develop as an individual. And I think, you know, we have been building Investec Asset Management together with Hendrik and his team for 28 years. Uh, it's like letting one of our children go but uh, we're giving its own wings to fly. So I think this is where we've come to as a firm, and uh, we believe that both businesses should flourish in the ongoing future, and there will be a much greater degree of focus and much more simplicity. And uh, we understand you guys in the market, you like simplicity. You don't like complexity. So that's the end of the story. Thank you. Questions? Questions here in Israel? I mean, London? Richard? We here. Any questions in Joburg? Yeah, there is one. Mm. Hello. Hi. It's, it's, it's Stephen Cranston. So does that mean, obviously, John, Hi, Steve. John Green and Mimi Farini go back to their old jobs? Or, so they must be a bit disappointed. <laughs> yeah. You have to be cynical, eh? <laughs> That's sure, eh? Stephen. 
I'll try to avoid your questions for a long time. I was even going banking to not to deal with them, and now you catch me. Uh, no, absolutely not. There's a, an executive transition happening in the group and in the asset management business on 1 October, as announced. Mimi and John become joint CEOs of the asset management business, and Fani and I take up the group, and we have to navigate this. And after that, we each go our different ways, uh, but only after that is executed. So, uh, no, John and Mimi remain uh, as exactly as announced, and they have to start work. So they are actually grandchildren already. <laughs> Any more questions, Richard? No. No. Even can't ask more questions. Scranston. Yes. Now he said he's one for that. I know. He's <laughs> going to come with lots. Is that it, Rich? Yeah, it looks like it, Stephen. Okay, well, I hope they got food. Thank you. <laughs> oh, there is food here. <laughs> and coffee. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks, everybody, for attending. And uh, please join us for we'll some. We'll see you next time, Fonny and Hendrik will present. Cheers. Thank <laughs> you.